Matters, the official weekly Gimme Metal podcast. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode. This is Mike Hill, your host. I'm excited to have Kevin Sharp as a guest this week. Kevin is mostly known for um, being the vocalist in Grind Legends Brutal Truth. He has this other band, Venomous Concept, which is, uh, you might refute this claim, but somewhat of a supergroup featuring uh, members of Napalm Death, uh, legendary bassist Dan Lilker. Uh, the first record had Buzz Osborne on it. And uh, it's pretty solid, hardcore, crust, grind, you know, whatever you want to call it, punk rock music. They have a new record coming out in August. Kevin and I had a chance to get together and talk about it, and uh, we actually spent very little time talking about the record. Instead, we used it as a platform to voice some of our frustrations with our current society. Anyway, it was a lot of fun, and uh, despite the fact that I've played many shows over the years with Brutal Truth, this is the first time I actually got a chance to speak with Kevin. If you dig this episode, you might want to go all the way back to episode four, where I feature Dan Wilker as a guest, and that was a lot of fun, too. Anyway, onward to the show. I'm excited that there's a new Venomous Concept record coming out, and um, I'm glad to see that the band is, uh, is, you know, you guys do stuff here and there, but I'm glad to see that the band is still more or less going strong. Yeah, you know, like Shane's like... He's like my, one of my oldest and best friends, you know, it's like, um, you know, uh, uh, you just kind of, you know, grow old together, man. I guess that's kind of what we decided to do. You know, it's funny. I, um, I didn't get the poison idea, uh, idea, you know, that, that sort of reference until someone told me about it, that the name of the band Venomous Concept is a play on the poison idea title, you know? Yeah, like every, everything about the band's like a stick, you know. Like when I was a kid, there was a punk band called Rotten Gimmick and, uh, and a local band or whatever. And, you know, they just kind of did things, you know, and that's sort of what we do. And everything has like a stick or an idea behind it, you know. Now, let me ask you a question. The um, Well, they're probably going to ask you a couple questions, actually. Sure, that's called an interview. <laughs> yeah. When, uh, when this record was was conceived uh it, it was sure. just with the with the album cover the title of the first track uh it's almost like this weird like precursor like maybe like uh some clairvoyant projection into what possibly could lay ahead so when did you write the lyrics and when was this record sort of conceptualized you know it it, it was a hot second you know after you I've done like a few records and you know, you, you kind of just mix things up from time to time and try different things. And, um, and it was like one of those things that I, Shane had some miles on his, on his, uh, 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 frequent flyer, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And, uh, and he was like, let's just do a record. And I was like, cool. And I flew over and we had like a handful of ideas, but we just went in and recorded it like in, in, we wrote it and recorded it in like four days. Like long, at this, uh, hmm? how, long, how long ago was that? Was that like, you know, six months ago, you know, a year? Dude, that was, that was a hot minute ago, but like, you know, 
you know how things are with labels. It it just goes into this perpetual slow motion thing where you you're trying to find a slot in and this that and the right. other and and um and so we get our slot in and then the fucking world melts and then and everything gets on on hold and uh and you know here we are there you know they're I guess uh, season of miss is opening up for business and putting out records again and uh, you know it's a a brave new world you know <laughs> what what's really really pretty uh, cool is uh you know they've got a great album cover um you know it's uh has like a you know, political feel to it 2020 is the year that the entire world seems to have caught on fire and the ground zero of that inferno is here in the united states and it's also an election year too so uh, oh, it's just so fucking awesome <laughs> I don't even know. I just want to rub this shit all over me, man. You know, and and the but, record's coming out in late August too, just right when things are starting to probably get nice and heated up around here. Oh my god! Everyone with their opinions is going to just be fucking stabbing each other with ice picks. You know, it's just like, you know, the, the whole principle behind uh, politics versus the erection. The erection is is basically how social media has taken on this weird divisive role in in politics and 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 how strangely i, I don't know whether you've seen the whole artwork but there's yeah. like you've seen all of it have you seen the have you seen the twitter cock oh no i did that i didn't see that part of it no i didn't no twitter cock man the back of the album cover is a giant hot pink cock with a Twitter flag coming out its pee hole. That's awesome, man. Yeah, social so, media is weird, and um, I mean, you and I are, are not pr pretty pretty close in age, I think. So we grew up, you know, in the eighties. Um, before trading. Part of me. The, the whole digital format's a boner killer. You yeah. know, it's uh, you know, I I love that. One of the things I loved about tape trading was was just that, like, you know, you could go in the mailbox and there would be dreams beyond, like, bill collectors, you know? Yeah. And 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 it was just a different world. And, I mean, if we start having this conversation, we're going to sound like a bunch of old fucking bitter dudes, you know? Well, well what I wanted to do, though, is just talk. Um, the thing I was going towards is just how these days everyone's like a you know a specialist on politics you know what i mean without really understanding or, politics or, or an infectious disease doctor <laughs> or uh you know uh an expert on civil rights or you know and you're doing it wrong you're protesting wrong you know yeah know. you know and and the, the reason why I brought up the 80s is like back then you actually had to read a book and understand things and maybe um you know talk amongst other people that might have differing opinions and you would formulate an a, a uh, an opinion based on um you know of a, a sort of uh intellectual uh bent as opposed to sloganeering or maybe making some sort of clever meme and communicating in this very reduced uh well, sort of you know laconic sort of way yeah, and that's exactly what politics versus direction is. It's all this crazy meme art in there. Like, there's like these uh, red and blue like uh, clown shoes that I call Dimpublican clown shoes. You know, and and like the way 
everyone just pisses on each other for their opinion. And it's so weird because, like, I guess what's one of the things that's strange for me with uh, the Internet and that sort of thing is that, it, is that like, there, whatever your opinion is, you can find a meme or some kind of bullshit online that justifies your thinking. It, they're, like, the whole concept of facts and reality has completely left the building. Yeah. You know? Um, I'm not really certain that I, I don't know any kind of path to unfuck this mess, you know, and, and, and more importantly, I'm not such a genius that like, you know, like I'll tell you straight up, man, I don't have any answers. It seems fucking weird to me, man. You know, like I think that, uh, you know, the only way to get your opinion across, like to me, it's all backwards. It's like, if you want to like, uh, if you want to like talk to someone about your ideology or whatever, you know, you know, the best way to talk to them is not yell at them. Exactly. You know, there's there, the, the problem that people have nowadays is there's no listening. Everyone's just talk, 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 bullshit flies out mouth, bah, 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 you know, and, uh, and, and when they do that, like the person they're talking at or yelling at or talking down to, um, you demean because your life is made up of experiences and your opinions are formulated from what you've been through. Um, and to, uh, and, 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 and to like relate to someone, uh, you have to be able to listen to where they're coming from. And there's none of that. And that's why that, that creates the division. Now, whether it's media or the politicians themselves, you know, um, uh, 45 has done a really fantastic job of 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 uh, turning the politics into like a really weird marketing thing, you know, because he's not really a politician and he's not really a businessman. He's not he's he's like P.T. Barnum. He's like a, he can he can market a rock. It's like fucking beautiful rock. You know, look at the rock. It's 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 got some edges, but it's it's a fucking sweet rock, man. You know, like. Is he behind the pet rock? Probably. I don't know. But, um, you know, like, he's got marketing angles. And it's like, uh, currently the ec- the economy's taking a fucking nosedive. So he goes to the next one. And the next one is going to be like your religious right, who like, you know, you know, he's, he's worked them over because they're just excited that he says pro-life, you know. And, um... And when he says pro-life, they, they completely forget the fact that he, he fucks porn stars, you know, that, that, that just goes out the window, man. As long as they can get rid of Roe versus Wade, totally cool, man. So now all of a sudden there's all this weird racist shit because, you know, he's good at that too, you know? So, uh, you know, he's got a handful of cards in terms of marketing his, his, his campaign. But he's got to come up with some solutions to something, you know, or then I don't know, you know, I don't know, <laughs> you know, it's like, I don't know what's going on, man, because like reality has left the building, you know? Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm like, I was actually a little shocked that this, that the that, I don't know, maybe I live in a bubble or maybe like, you know, like I'm, I'm from like the tri-state area and there's a lot of different people living here and I, I never I thought that we would be past this kind of racist stuff, man, at this point, you know, 
And I think everyone did. Yeah. I think that's a big surprise, man. I mean, say say for instance, if you just if you just hate everything there is about Donald Trump, and he dies of like some wild fast food heart attack, like in, you know tomorrow. Here is the newsflash, man. Uh, there's a lot of people out there with that ideology, like that weird thing where the old man driving around in the golf cart that he tweeted. Did you hear about that one? Uh, yeah, that, I. I, I saw it, but I, I I've been trying to like kind of not pay attention to a lot of this stuff for the last couple of weeks. I, I, I don't. I, I had to tune out because I, I worked through all this shit. You yeah. know, I worked through fucking. Uh, uh, I didn't take a day off. I've been working my matter of fact. Um, rich people fucking have needs, and um, and I'm a carpenter, and uh, it's amazing what you would call what they call essential work. Right. Right. But, um, you know. I think that, uh, you know, personally, what I've learned throughout this pandemic thing is, I mean, outside of everyone's all of a sudden decided, I realized that cops are, are mean and bullies. I, I, is this new? I don't think I, so. I don't think it was new, honestly, either. <laughs> you know, the, on the first VC record, there's a song called Oink, and, uh, you know, Coppers at play or having their way and cops are with cops at the end of the day. You know? Bullies at play are having their way. You know? Come on. I mean, this is not yeah, I mean, I've terrified of cops my entire life, man. And I'm a white dude, you know? It's it's an age old topic. I mean, you got the badge by Poison Idea, which, you know, I know you were a fan of their theirs as well. And uh, you know, you got police story by Black Flag, you got a rich yeah. history of anti cop music because you know because i don't know like okay so i grew up like in punk rock like yeah. i did punk rock and i dipped into metal that's how that happened mm -hmm. you know like uh like started on one side but the thing was is where where i got started was uh was at at, at a venue that would play like you could see the whalers one night and ex exploited be playing the next night and then, you know, you, you know, then you'd have like, you know, Voivod Celtic Frost tour. Right. Yeah. You know? And, uh, and so like the way Atlanta was structured back in the day was that like, you know, it was like Baltimore, like nobody lived downtown. Everybody lived outside. So like, uh, you know, uh, the, the city at night was yours to be a fucking lunatic, you know, and get away with a lot of shit. I used to get high on acid and go to night court, you know, and watch people get in trouble, you know. So uh, the, the thing is, is that like uh, I was just exposed to everything. The cross dressers, you know, I, you, you know, that, that's where you got the good drugs, you know, like RuPaul. I mean, uh, all is, you know, it, it's what defined me. So back then, the mentality was it's those who are outside the spectrum, you know, that, that whole thing. Uh, it's us against them, you know what I mean? Right. And, and you learn to listen to other people or be patient with their ideals because, uh, you know, you were weird too and unloved as well. You know, and but like a whole all that whole thing, whether it was the, the dreads, the punks, the, the skins, the, the metal heads, um, the cross dressers, they all hated the cops, man, because the cops would beat us up because we were fucking weird, you know, or different or are not mainstream or whatnot. 
And I think uh, that's the biggest thing that makes me sad about this whole divide bullshit is that, like, you know, all this fucking bullshit between the metal dudes and, and like, hating each other. It's supposed, to, it's supposed to be fucking, I don't know. It's not supposed to be this, you know? Yeah, the divisions between people, it almost seems like it's been architected. You know what I mean? It's almost like there's this... It has to a certain degree, man. And, yeah. And, 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 you know, as, as, as a society, we're fucking retarded. And we, can't, we can read history books, but we have the attention span of a gnat. And, um, and, and, like, you know, we did Reaganomics. That trickle-down thing didn't work before, man. Are you going to give tax breaks to rich people? Do you think they're going to share that with fucking poor? Hell no. What planet are you on? You know, that's not happening, man. You know, all this stuff, man. I voted for Yang, man. You know, like, fuck it. You know, I, I knew that, like, you know, Biden had already won his, uh, his uh, electoral blah, blah, blah. But, like, you know, like, I just wanted my opinion on, on, on to whatever, you know, on record, you know. That like he seemed to be like the only one who like was discussing like what I would call future issues here, you know, in terms of like, you know, your digital profile, your information, Facebook selling your soul, how your wife can look for a dining room table. And then all of a sudden on your feed, there's dining room tables, you know, so, you know, but like everybody's going to go for the safe thing because that's how that works you know no new ideas <laughs> it's it's very very troubling but you know i mean i'm also fucking smart enough to realize that, that like other people i'm not demeaning their fucking need for comfort food man you know i'm not i'm not gonna say that man because that's where they're at and, and by fucking telling them they're fucking ding-dongs that just uh you know you know that's not that that demeans them as, as a person. And, you know, I'll, I'll pull into that bullshit, man. Even, even some of the fucking idiots that are screaming the loudest right now, they're, they're screaming the loudest because they've been sold into something and, and, you know, and are locked into a way of thinking, but, but, you know, by being so divisive and, 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 and hateful in return, do you think anyone's going to hear anything of that? No, man. It just it just it just ex, it, it balloons and explodes and gets bigger and you know. Yeah, if anything, it makes people more de more defensive and volatile, you know. And, and yep. yeah, defensive a great word to use, you know. And everybody's so fucking brave from their parents' basement, you know what I mean? Yeah. Other thing about the internet, man, like when you were sharing ideals face to face and you had the threat of, of like eating a fist, you kind of watched your manners and were a little different about like how you approached your, I mean, there were still shenanigans and stuff, but, but, but like that, the, the freedom to say what you want without repercussion, I don't know what's worse, the troll or the educator online. Who's that? Which one's the worst? Oh, dude, I, I, I have equal disdain for both, both of them, man, you know? Yeah, and I, like, I don't, I don't want someone, I'm, you know what, I'm 50-something years old, you know? I learned this with my dad, you know, like, he was totally different than me, but at a certain point, I realized that, like, having huge knockdown, drag-out debates on the way he thinks versus the way I think, 
was not the way that we were going to coexist. And we accepted each other for our differences and, and shockingly enough, became the best of friends. And thankfully, before he died, you know, so, you know, growing up punk was not a very cool thing for your, like, you got to think, man, in 83, 84, man, you know, that was not well received here in Atlanta. Well, yeah, pretty much all over the country too, man. And it's like, and that, I, I can relate to the thing with the with the father because my, my family as well are, are like, you know, they voted Republican my whole life, you know what I mean? And it's like, as like a young guy, you're getting into punk rock music, like you, you know, like you, before you even know the difference, you're already against Republicans, you're against cops and just you adopt that ideology almost um, naively. But then as you start growing up and you start looking at the world through a different lens, like you start seeing like that, that sort of mentality also can lead you into some trouble as well. Like when you get too far away as a reaction to just if you're reactionary, that might not carry you, you know, very far along. You know what I mean? Sure, man. But you know, when you said like the Republican thing, you know, like, um, I don't, I don't, really i don't really understand this isn't this isn't like the republican party this is some kind of hybrid you yeah know? it's like the you know the, the there was the tea party which was like a super different version of the republican party but this like you know this I, I, there's no messages it's just it's just like this team or that team you know so i don't really I don't really, and I'm not going to claim to understand what, what's going on with politics, man. Because you know what? Guess what? I'm a fucking knucklehead in a band. You know? <laughs> yeah. I, I swing a hammer for a living, and, uh, and I'm not going to tell you anything about infectious disease. My buddy Billy Kay from, from Mastodon, his wife is like the super sick nerd from... Uh, oh, Julianne. You know, she, yeah, I know Julianne. She's awesome. You know yeah. and super sick nerdy scientist girl like she has opinion i'd listen to it yeah you know but like fucking joe dude who barely got out of high school who the fuck cares what you think man yeah you can exactly. say what you know but like you don't know anything about infectious disease you're not a civil rights fucking major you know like i'm all for everyone expressing their opinion but to be so fired up about it, you know, like when really you're just getting your information from memes, it's, you're not even getting it from like news, but news is shit to bed too, man. Like, you know, like I, I watched this thing when I, cause I had to quit watching the news if I was going to work during this pandemic, man, cause I could not fucking, I was about to lose my mind out there. When I was saying that uh, there was no one out there when I was working, you know, and, you know, nobody had any information about this stuff. Like, it's like, don't touch your cock. Don't, you know, like, you know, oh, my God, you, you, if you fucking masturbate with your right hand, you're going to get this thing and it's going to be bad. And and on top of it, I fucking hate the theme music they came up for. You know what I mean? Like, media could have come up with a better song than than the, the corona song 
the uh, do you do the artwork for these records too or or because it's a lot of, a lot of this stuff like i was saying what we're talking about is reflected pretty heavily in the visual aspect of the band too so i, I didn't realize that you did the artwork yeah you know what like i'm trying to fit, i'm trying to multitask here because i want to send you i want to you you have to embrace the twitter cock yeah man i, I might, can't wait to see it hang on just a second it's coming to you i think i might name this episode twitter cock if that's cool with you <laughs> absolutely man All right, cool that's that's a good that, that'll be an attention grabber i think that's the whole concept like it's all like politics have become such a fucking circus oh yeah man that like you know th there's a clown theme that goes through it the dim public and clown shoes i'll send you that too later on this is sick I dim like this. You, did you see it yeah i got it on my phone right now it looks great tell me the truth tell me the truth how much do you need a fucking picture disc of that pink cock? Dude, I, I would buy two. If you if this came out on picture disc, I would get all color all whatever colors that you guys put out, I would I would get all of them. It's great. It it's it's kind of mandatory, correct? I mean like <laughs> I, I you can even go further. I don't know whether you remember Gang Green, but they had yeah. like this skateboard die cut like yep. alcohol record. Uh, yeah, the, the die cut. How about a die cut cock? You know that's um. You don't see too many of those these days. Uh, I know, and Direct certainly you need it, and certainly not in the shape of a cock. So I think that would be uh, definitely uh, you know, <laughs> something that would be Twitter flag. Nice. That would be nice on my uh, on my, my record collection. I think the gonorrhea Twitter flag. <laughs> you know, uh, gangrene. They had that cover of Voices Carry too. I don't know if. If that's like yeah, that twelve inch. <laughs> yeah, man, that's like that's a cool. Uh, a was cool it cover. alcohol? Was well, it alcohol? That record? Yeah, the version. Of the I don't know. I don't know if I have the original version of that record. Voice is scary, bro. Yeah, it's on. Voice is scary. I think it's on the same record as Alcohol. Yeah. Yeah, that, that was a cool band back then. I used to like that. When I was a kid, I loved punk rock. That was fun. <laughs> Yeah, this is this is pretty sick, and I'm I'm excited that, yeah, yeah. Twitter. Cock. I'll peel through the rest of this stuff. I got I got some donkeys and some elephants, and some other shit, man. But you know, the thing is, it, it you know, it, it's all a sarcastic jab at, at at the whole political fail, you know. And I don't think that there's any way out of it. Everyone everyone's so wrapped up in like twenty being such a shitty year. Let's just do the math. What happens in November? Yeah, you know I can't think that twenty one's going to be better because it doesn't really matter if Biden wins. It doesn't really matter if Trump wins. The world is going to explode come November. I'm pretty certain of it. I don't think that people have the mentality to contain themselves with whatever the result is. Well, I mean, also add into this all the protesting, you know, the, um, you know, this, the, the, the virus that's engulfing the world right now. I mean, well, actually in the United States where uh, I guess I think we're 20% of the infections and we're 4% of the total world population. So, uh, you know, we might look like it might be Mad Max here by the time November rolls around, you know? Yeah. Who knows, man? I mean, like, like everybody, you know, like I'm all for like, you know, free thinking and whatever, man, but fucking, is it really that complicated to wear a mask? How fucking complicated is that? Guess what? I'm a carpenter. I'm allergic to fucking pressure treated, uh, lumber. 
am I not going to wear a mask because, uh, I, you know, the fucking sawdust is, like, uh, uh, infringing on my personal rights? No, it's a fucking health thing. I mean, I'll get a sinus infection if I cut wood with fucking without a mask on. Uh, like I don't understand the I don't understand the debate. Like, what's the point? I don't. Can you explain that to me? Like, uh, how did how do you politicize a health issue? I, I that that that's what blew me away most of all is like when we're like you know you're getting these directions from the CDC and uh, I mean granted there was some you know, misinfo out there about the effectiveness of masks in the beginning. Uh, you know, there was like some changes or whatever, but you also have to understand that this is like some new experience we're going through. And of course things are going to change. Yeah. I mean, there's that bro, but like I've been going to Japan for a fucking gazillion years. Oh yeah. Man. No, no, I agree with you. I mean, they, they, in, yeah, Asia they have during, it locked in over there. I mean, they, they, when in Asia, when they, when, they, when they got, when they got like flu season, every, you see like half the population has masks on, yeah. not because they're afraid of, of, uh, catching flu. Those are the people that have flu and they're trying to be respectful towards other people's health. Actually, the masks over there have like mentholated shit up in them and stuff yeah. to help clear your sinuses and stuff like that. They're actually not too bad, man, you know, but like, you know, I don't know. I don't really understand this huge debate over a fucking mask. Uh, e even if it slows the spread halvesies, but they say it's like can slow it down five times. Yeah, no, it's a no brainer. But all, all I was trying to say was that if you weren't uh, as like evolved, like intellectually, that confusion that might have confused you a little bit and you might develop some kind of weird opinion, you know, and uh I mean, yeah. for me, it was a no-brainer. It was like, okay, well, there's a virus uh, probably covering your face and restricting your, the spread of your breath would be a, a, pos you know, a positive thing to do. And, uh, and at yeah, the end of the day, I just don't want to hurt anybody. If, if like, someone told yeah. me to wear a mask just so you don't they infect people. Do, they didn't do a good job marketing it, though. They didn't explain that it wasn't. But then again, like the whole capitalist American way is 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 – is completely selfish. Yeah, you know, you, you know, our culture is based around me, 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 and that's why you know the Twitter clock is so flourishing wildly. You know, is because it's all about me, and I got, I got a thing I got to tell you, and I'm right, and I don't care what you have to say about it. You know. Well. The new, um, you know, this online culture, I think, just reinforces, like, selfishness amongst people, you know. And I think because, you know, you're, you're tailoring your reality based on this feed that, you know, you, you start off with a couple things you like. And then this, like, AI creates your reality based on that and extrapolates all these other things just to kind of reinforce this reflection of yourself, basically. So it's like... This, this, of course, everyone's selfish because that's the way this technology that we've created is pushing us more and more into this like selfish, like kind of solipsistic like worldview, you know? Yeah, man. But uh, could you imagine if MySpace won? <laughs> Fuck, man. Yeah, can I haven't we go thought about that for a while. Fucking, I want to just troll like fucking music pages. Like to me, that was like the digital format of tape trading. You know. It's funny. I haven't thought about MySpace in a while, and I wonder if it's does it still exist on some level? Somebody bought it. Like some dude out there bought it, like a a, a a a known person 
I forget who did it, but like somebody bought MySpace, and I don't know what happened to it. But I gotta tell you, man, they had it right. You know, yeah, it was it all was, about it wasn't like a, it wasn't a lot of weird like commentary. You know what I mean? If I remember no, correctly, no, it's all about collecting music and and interests, and everyone was trolling pages that they were into, and there wasn't any negative bullshit like. You know, parts of this stuff started with blabbermouth, you know, yeah. and uh, and and that whole troll mentality and stuff like, ooh, I hurt your feelings. Look, you're upset. Ugh. Like, why did you want to hurt their feelings? Yeah. Like, uh, th- there's the question. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, great. You hurt his feelings. Uh, yeah, why like- did you want? The answer I would have to something like that is like if, if you if you get off on hurting other people's feelings, it just it sort of demonstrates a fundamental like weakness in your character. You know what I mean? Well, you know, uh, you know, some some people could say tiny hands, you know, <laughs> you know, all of that stuff. That culture comes from like what I would call tiny hands, you know, yeah. like. You know, it's just like uh, they're, they're insecure in their own ways. They're not comfortable in their skin, and and they have to say things to make other people seem more uh, fucked up than they are. You know, I don't know, man. Like I said, I'm just a band dude who misses the concept of getting together. And I mean, come on, man. Like I, I grew up seeing the Whalers and fucking exploited in the. Not, one night after the next, you know, like, you know, and had equally good time at both gigs, you yeah, know, all, all this definitely makes, it makes me feel like a shadow of myself, man. It's, it's like, I feel like a completely different person these days than I did four months ago. It's, it's horrible, you know? Yeah. I don't think, I don't think it's a possibility of, of mending society as a whole but i would gladly love to see fucking metal and punk and hardcore get back to like liking each other yeah i think it's unrealistic for the dude the old dude and the uh, the gray-haired fucking dude in the golf cart screaming white power you know like (laughs) i think it's unrealistic for those kind of people because they obviously exist it's, I, I'm with you, man. How fucking weird is that, man? I thought that that went out like a long time ago, man. Yeah, because I remember like over the years, every now and then you'd, you'd run into some whack job like out on the road somewhere and and it would be like, wow, this is like 1989 again, man. Like, and I can't believe like that mentality is still out there. You know, you travel to like some random parts of, this, of the country and you'll you'll see some stuff or even, even in Europe too. Well, you know, in some way. You knew where they were. It was in Ohio. Yeah. It was in Southern Jersey, and it was in Oregon. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You know, I, I mean, I I can speci- I remember uh, one night I was hanging out. Well, I wasn't hanging out. I was on tour with the uh, cathedral, and and me and Dorian, like you know, we were making fifty bucks a night. You know, like living the dream. You know, and uh, sleeping on people's floors, and that's when you would come across this shit where you'd be like, holy fuck man and i i remember Dorian came out like it was me and him everyone else was passed out on the floor you know wherever and uh Dorian comes out of the bathroom and he goes oh Kev, man oh some strange shit in the bathroom and i was like i didn't notice because like you know you just go in there blindly fucking wasted and piss and leave and stuff and there was these little little bitty like 
Nazi stickers here and there in the bathroom. And it was just like, all of a sudden, we realized that we were in a den, and we were like, holy fuck, man, how do we get out of here? <laughs> you know, because like, I, at this point, we weren't going to sleep for shit, because we were afraid these people were waiting for us to go go to sleep and fucking slit our throats, because yeah, totally. we were obviously not in their line of thinking, you know? And uh, it was a, a very long night. We got everyone up early and got the fuck out. But, I mean, like, I, rem- I can remember down in 609 Jersey, uh, this, this place called Gee Willikers, man. And uh, we played there with um, Punch Extension Incantation one time in the uh, 90, 91, something like that. Uh-huh. And uh, I, I remember, uh, you know, some dude comes up to Martin, and Martin is Jewish. Martin from Pungent's Jewish. Yeah. And he's, you know, and, you know, this, these fucking Nazi skinheads showed up because this Austrian band's playing, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> we they were thought both they were going to be the same band of, like, I, you know, ideologies. What's that? They probably were figuring that, oh, you know, there's, like, some Austrian, well, they, they, like, werewolf-type you know, guys, you know? <laughs> yeah, they're 609, man. They're unevolved, yeah. you know? And, uh, and, and, you know, they probably just thought that everyone in Austria thought it like Hitler, which is kind of not exactly how that works. <laughs> but, but at any rate, like come up to, they come up to him and, they, and they're like, you're from Austria. And they start Sieg Heiling him, man. Oh, and he's man. like, whoa. And then they noticed that he had a Star David uh, on his necklace. He's like, what's this Jewish shit? And he goes, uh, yeah, you know, uh, yeah, I'm Jewish. <laughs> you know and uh and it was like we had to sneak out the gig and they got all mad because we were pulling out and they attacked the the, the they went went over this dude with hitler tattooed all over him comes over to Lilker and starts fucking giving him the guff while we're fucking loading in the van and it's like one of those vans that every time we stopped it we had to fix it you know <laughs> yeah. and um and i get it started right and I'm like, I go, I'm like, Dan, get in the fucking van. And, uh, and, and then all of a sudden I put it in reverse and it stalled out. And I was like, holy fuck. And so I grabbed the tire iron and went around and fucking tapped this guy on the chest. And I was like, we're leaving. We don't have a problem. Right. And he's like, yeah, man, whatever. And, um, I get back in, fire it up. It starts again. And I look in the rearview mirror, and there's a fucking uh, massive amount of people pouring out of fucking G. Whatever, whatever, whatever. G. Willikers was that it? Yeah, that's, that's the name of the it. venue. Yeah, down in down <laughs> South Jersey. They pouring out. I'm just seeing it in the rearview mirror, and I put it in reverse and stalls again. I'm like, ah, I'm born to lose. <laughs> yeah south was, south jersey like Atlantic, atlantic city like that whole area it was notorious for stuff like that you know exactly and, but you knew where these hot spots yeah. were and you knew where these fucking goons hung out but now it just seems like they're everywhere yeah. I, I, I i didn't know that i didn't get that email yeah you know i think western pennsylvania was good like that too for some nazi like neo-nazi activity as well like Pittsburgh, yeah. Holy and, you know, shit. There, that was another like, hot spot, if I remember correctly. Um, oh man, I don't know, but that mentality in general is just also just like surrender your thoughts 
it's so fascist, you know. And I guess if I were to talk politics for just a second, it's really, I would think another thing that I find really strange is the misappropriation of political terms. You know, com- communism is not fascism, oh, yeah, is yeah. not you know, socialism, is not, you know what I mean? Just throwing out words and that, that, that have absolutely no meaning or behind what you're trying to project you know well yeah i mean there are some co-workers that i have that throw those terms around like socialism and all this other stuff and part of me you know and when when i'm working my job i don't really try to i mean if i if i get if i start with my ideas that don't fit in with everyone else's ideas it's i'm not gonna stop you know what i mean so the thing is, it's like we already live. There's already many socialist uh, institutions that we live very comfortably with in America. You know that people yeah, don't even realize. Don't think, like, like here's the news flash: the people that throw out the socialist thing were so fucking dead, dead set on like you don't like Trump's money, don't cash his check. Guess what? It's your money. Yeah. Yep. And them giving it back to you is socialism. You are participating in so you cash the check and you participated in socialism <laughs> yeah, am right. i wrong it's it's 100 man that's like when the whole concept of uh you know these bailout checks or these uh you know whatever uh stimulus you know the 1200 or whatever people got sent i was like thinking to myself they're you know they're commending trump for doing this and i'm like yo this is your money that he's giving back to you and he's strangely doing- enough strangely enough the check with his name on it oh i know man that's that's it's the like worst. oh my god like am i am i high on acid what's going on here man he's preaching the dim socialist fucking whatever but he has to have his name on the check oh it's it's like backwardsville man i don't i don't <laughs> Stand it, man. It's like none of it makes any sense. I mean, you can say what you want, but they're the first people that'll freak out if Social Security shits the bed. Yeah. And that's yeah. like the largest of fucking, you know, I mean, I don't know. Like, because I, you know, I had an ex girlfriend's mom who's, you know, because I, I try and keep it cool with social media and stuff, and I've just given up on Facebook. I don't even do it anymore, but. But, you know, she was, she was one of those that just would just chirp on and on and on and on about, you know, you know dim socialist, blah, blah, blah. But then then she would be like, you're fucking trying to take away my social security. I'm like, uh, I don't have words. <laughs> and I'm not, I'm not a smart man, <laughs> you know? Yeah, it's, you know, they just repackage things and they put a different coat of paint on it and they can call it something else, you know, and that's kind of how, how they dupe everyone. You could go back to the P.T. Barnum and the circus that is part politics, you know, the, the whole concept of the record is is that, the circus, the politics, the P.T. Barnum, there's a sucker born every minute. You know, like, if that if, if everyone's like, why does he keep fucking repeating this lie when it's such an obvious lie and it's like if you repeat a lie enough it becomes fact that's pt barnum 101 yeah definitely you know um one of the things about the record 
since uh, you know, kind of talking about that a little bit now is is yeah, this sure. is definitely a, a grind record. It's definitely got a punk feel to it. But you know what? I my takeaway from this when I listen to this record, I hear a lot of um, like Killing Joke type stuff on this. You're gonna hear a lot of different stuff from yeah. BC. You know, it was we intentionally threw a lot of uh, lug lug nuts in, in the record because we wanted to actually spread out and do different. Uh, it's funny that you say killing joke, man, because you know the record that we're work, that I'm working and I guess Shane's already finished his side of it or whatever. But like the next record, BC Five. Um, has all sorts of different other kind of elements. You'll hear things from like uh, the Dead Boys to uh, uh, you know, Who's Could Do that oh, kind wow. of thing. Yeah, that's you know. Cool. So, so we just kind of wanted to uh, intentionally put some some different elements in there to get people ready because you know the thing is, is it like you know, Born to Lose, Live to Win. Uh, BC will always just kind of do what we do and and we don't have that blueprint sort of same thing that that we got with the brutal truth was just kind of like you know we're not going to be successful i guess in in certain aspects of way certain people i considered it successful in the sense that like each record was different the artwork was different and that sort of translated with bc you know um we just moved. The last record was a black and white. It was like I nicknamed it the the white album, you know. And yeah, this the, one's super colorful. This one's like my this one's my favorite one, definitely. I mean, I think all the all the records are different, you know. I mean, like the the first one was, I, I like the first one, but the this uh, uh, the newest one, this um, you know, politics. Obviously, I don't want to say the title again. Politics versus the erection. I think a lot of the uh, you know the the other stuff is what hooks me is you know like i like all the other records but these other things these other elements that i see kind of germinating are is is really like hooking me like particularly like that song the promise and shadows like septic mind those those have like the kind of that that guy where i was referencing killing joke it, it's almost as like post-punk like mixture into grind and like you know crust that kind of thing and 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 that it's really funny that you said that that because like I kind of like with BC uh, Five I'm kind of like called it like post grind and it's like it's like the the hangover of of making a life out of uh, out of this you know what I mean yeah. I've been doing it all my life you know and and the, there's certain parts that the, I, I'm I'm not that smart but I'm smart enough to understand that that like you know, the life I lived, um, you know, is, uh, is indicative of the path I chose and, and like how, like how it has molded me, uh, molded me or fucking deconstructed me. I don't even really know, man, but like, it's, it's hard when you get in your fifties, I don't know how old you are, but like, um, you know, when you get in your fifties and, 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 and you're at a place in life where you're like, when, when we're talking about like that old school punk scene, you know, like, fuck, man. Even when uh, when I was doing the, the, the Ohio with, with Dorian, man, 
there's no way you could have told me about like 50 something. And now that I'm here, I'm completely fucking confused, man. Like this is, this is me at 50 something. <laughs> yeah, you, there's no concept scary. of that. You didn't even think you'd make it that far. I, I didn't think I'd. I, no way, man. Like the fact that I'm breathing is fucking hilarious. Now, how do you do? Um, like when we were talking about the artwork, like you, you know, is, is it all like kind of graphic design stuff? Is that something that you play around with a lot? Yeah, man. I mean, uh, I, 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 many years ago, like when Brutal Truth went into the. Um, hibernation period i i got a degree in multimedia and i was doing web design and stuff like that Dreamweaver, flash blah 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 and then all of a sudden it went away with um you know the programmers and that sort of thing so right. yeah i mean i do a lot of records actually but i don't normally um credit myself yeah that's probably I, why i didn't know you did the work on it actually <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean it's like it's like whatever, man. I I do artwork for my friends and stuff like that, but like it's a huge pain in the ass to do it to like unknowns. But like you know, if I got a buddy in a band who wants me to do their artwork or lay it out. It's uh, ironically enough, um, I I did uh, Necropolis Transparent for uh, for uh, Lockup and then ended up joining the band. <laughs> yeah, that was that. That's cool that there's all you know. It's it's funny like there's been some lineup changes with Venomous Concept too, and it's but it's all guys that make sense though to me. You know what I'm saying? It's like you know Shane. Yeah, Curry, but I mean, it's all people it, that I can see. I'm like, oh yeah, this is this is a not not out of left field that this guy's in the band. You know? No, it's like it's like a co-op kind of thing. You know, and Barker left, and now Adam Jarvis is playing and and lockup. Oh wow! You know? I didn't know that. Damn. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's a sick band. drummer, man. He's an unbelievable drummer. Yeah, dude, he's totally cool. You know how that works, man. It's like it's like all of a sudden, uh, Misery Index is on tour with uh, with Napalm and the Campaign tour over in Europe, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> Barker dips out, Adams in. <laughs> but you know, uh, uh, like I, I've always said, people are always like, "Oh, these super groups and blah blah blah," and all these dudes are just fucking trying to juice money out of people's pockets we're not making any money trust me dude fact but we are providing a, a an ability to grow old together man you know yeah. these are my friends man if you work at a fucking 7-eleven right aren't you gonna try and get your buddy a job so you, like you can like hang out together yeah it just it's not your fault that everyone's like sick you know what i mean that it's in the band you know it's not like uh Oh yeah, I just want I want to have this guy play because he sucks. You know what I mean? It's like all these guys yeah, are awesome. I just, I so just, you know, it's like it just happened to work out that way. Yeah, I just happen to be blessed to have like super talented friends. I mean, I'm obviously like the retard on the fucking stick. You know, I mean, like, but like, I mean, think about it. Uh, in terms of bass players, Dan Loker, Shane Embry. You know, yeah, you can't really go wrong with either one of those guys. And Shane played guitar too on on one of the records. Yeah, 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 um, and 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 drummers, you know, go ahead, name them. They're all there. I played with all of them, you know. Guitar players: Anton, uh, fucking Eric Burke, uh, Buzz Osborne, you know, John Cook. He's fucking killer, dude, man. Uh, I have been blessed to be uh, friends with a bunch of super talented dudes, and we've been fortunate enough 
to to make some records and play some shows and see some things, man. And um, you know, if you have a problem with it, whatever, man. <laughs> you know? That's awesome, man. And go back to your cubicle, man. <laughs> Well, Kevin, thanks a lot for joining us, man. I appreciate uh, taking time out of your day to talk to me, and this this is really cool. Well, that's it for this week's episode of Metal Matters, an official Gimme Metal podcast. Tune in next week and see what we have in store for you. This show is available on all streaming platforms, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, Spotify, etc. Also, be sure to check out Gimme Metal, streaming on the web, iOS, or Android. For one of the best metal communities, exclusive merch, interviews, and so much more. I'll catch you guys next week. Take care.